This is the Cat 5 Canes Podcast, brought to you by Pamlico County Middle School. My name is Dawson. My name is Layla. My name is Jocelyn. Today we are doing the Top 5 Candy Draft. First pick today will be from Layla, second pick Jocelyn, third pick Dawson. Okay, so my first pick is going to be some M&M's. Um, my first pick is going to be oh, Sour Patch Kids. My first pick is going to be Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. You like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups? That's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, my second <laughs> Why, why do you, why do you like Reese's? <laughs> why do you like Reese's Dawson? Uh, because I like the peanut butter inside of it. Uh, okay. Okay, my second pick is gonna be some sour Skittles. Um, my second pick is gonna be Twix. That's too basic. My third pick is gonna be Hershey bars. Boring. With the what? Wait, the ones with the like the regular or ones? the regular the regular ones. Okay, okay. Uh, my third pick is gonna be some Skittles. Um, my third pick is gonna be nerds, like the. My third pick is gonna be Butterfinger. Um, my fourth pick is gonna be the nerds gummy clusters. Um, my. Tropical flavored, by the way. You should definitely get them. Um, I like the regulars better. The tropical is better. Okay. Wait, my fourth pick is gonna be Starburst. Uh, my fourth pick is gonna be Milky Ways. And for my last pick, my last pick is gonna be the Hershey's bar with the almonds in them. Ew, almonds are disgusting. That's so nasty. You're just... Don't say that. Next. (laughs) Oh. My my last pick is gonna be... Uh... I forgot what I was going to say. Like the Hershey Kisses things. My last pick is going to be Sour Straws. And that that's will... Well, that's all. That's all. Wrap it up. Thank you guys Thank you so for much. tuning in. Thank you. Hi, my name is Kylie. My name is Danica. And today we're going to be talking about our... Our top three most scary characters. My number three is... La Yarona. <laughs> um, um, she is the spirit of a woman that died of sorrow after her children were killed, either by herself or by her family. And she like wears this white cloak, and like it's like spider webs, and it's like a wedding dress, and her cap gown thing is over her face. My top three is Pennywise. It's a movie by Stephen King that originates from his novel. And he's a clown that lives in the sewage drains and bites kids' arm off and, like, eats kids. Oh, my number two is Art. And he is this clown that comes out on Halloween. And um, people don't think he's real but there's a background story of it. My number two is the same as her number three, La Llorona. Yeah. (laughs) My number one is Momo, and she, (laughs) Momo. And um, 
she's this scary woman with chicken legs and she has a, a big smile on her face and big eyes and she looks like she has a guy sleeping like 100 days <laughs> my number one is the lipstick demon from the movie insidious and he's like really scary and his face is like red and black and it looks like lipstick red so that's why he's called lipstick demon and he hides in corners and like scares you do you guys agree let us know if you do in the comments <laughs> Kimmy Small. The person who is behind the camera is named Kylie. Today we will be reading a scary story. It is called The West Road Light in Aurora. The story is that a man was hanged from an old tree on West Road. If you ride down the road and park by an old tree, you'd see a green, sometimes white, light in the distance. Some people claim the light circles their vehicle. Others claim that their windows fog up and handprints appear from the outside of their car. Welcome to Peace in the Mess podcast. Today we're going to be learning about the Blackbeard Hill story. It was often told by Richard Lupton of Lowland before his death in 1984. Richard was a fisherman, also sailed up the Pamlico River in Washington to sell his catch. In 1920, he and his brother-in-law were returning from just such a trip. It became dark and they anchored near the mouth of South Creek. Just settling down to sleep, they began beginning hearing noise out the deck as if some or something was trying to pull the anchor. After searching the boat, they found nothing. They returned to bed, but left the windows and hatch open so to better hear anything happening on the deck. After only about ten minutes, Richard awoke to Hinkle screaming and gasping for breath. Somebody had me by the throat, Hinkle said. I could feel his breath on me. By now, shaken. The pair inspected the boat and found nothing. After quite a while, they decided to give sleeping another shot. In only a few minutes, whatever it was attacked Richard. It got a hold of me good. It jammed me up in the bunk and started choking me. I couldn't even get up until Hinkless got to me. By now, sleep was out of the question. They pulled the anchor up and sailed into the darkness toward Pamlico Sound. Richard Lupton said, I have every idea we were anchored right over some of teacher's treasures. I believe it as much as I am sitting in this chair. I couldn't see it, but I can feel his hands on my throat today. People say he buried his treasures along the shoreline, and I think we anchored right on top of it. This is the story of the ghost in the old yellow house. While my family was building our new house on the family farm, we were living in a house on Olympia Road in Pamlico County. My great-great-grandfather built this house in 1914. It was 2008. I was in fifth grade, and I had walked upstairs to my room to go to bed that night. Everyone's bedroom was upstairs. My sister, Cece, and I shared a room together and slept on bunk beds. I slept on the top and Cece slept on the bottom. I had woken up in the middle of the night and sat up and, and looked towards the bedroom door. The door was open and standing in the doorway was a tall black shadow of a man wearing a top hat. People asked me what 
What did I do after I saw this man? And why didn't I run to my parents' room? I was extremely scared, so after I saw this, I just threw my covers over my head to stay hidden and tried my best to stay quiet so that hopefully it wouldn't hear me. The figure was blocking the doorway. I don't know why people thought that I would just run through the ghost to get my parents. I was too scared to do that. The next morning, I woke up and didn't say anything. It was until after my siblings and I had gone home from school that afternoon that my brother Zach said to me, I saw a ghost last night. So did I. What did it look like? I asked. It was a tall black shadow of a man wearing a hat. It walked past my door, heading to your bedroom, he said in a small whisper. Another night I woke up and I looked to my right, saw it again. Walking beside our bunk bed, it looked as if he was walking to crouch down by Cece's bed. The next morning, I didn't say anything again, but Cece spoke up. She said she'd woken up and went to get out of her bed last night, but when she flipped over to her right side to get out of her bed, she saw a black shadow, really, a really tall man wearing a hat had sprawled out in her chair sitting right next to her bed. My parents later found out about the ghost when they overheard us talking about it. But when we told them, my mom didn't believe us. And then she looked at our dad's face. I saw it too, he said. He told us that he was lying in bed with Zach and seeing the same description of the ghost, walk up the stairways, then turn around and go back downstairs. Mom later said, if I ever see it, we are alive to leave his house. Mom never saw a ghost, but she did wake up in the middle of the night to the sound of someone throwing up. She grabbed a trash again and ran to all three of our rooms, expecting to see one of us three kids sick to our son. But all three of us were still asleep. Another night, she woke up and heard the music playing on the piano, which was downstairs, and we will see. None of it was ever explained. About two years ago, I was helping Papa upload more pictures to his on top. I was looking through them, saw a picture of a tall, skinny man wearing a hat. Said, Is that Abby? Papa said yes. I immediately said, That was the ghost. Thank you for listening to the Cat Five Canes podcast, presented by Pamela County Middle School.